Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Special Counsel Jack Smith is now looking into a chaotic Oval Office meeting back in December of 2020 where Trump was plotting to steal state voting machines. But no voting machines were ever actually taken. Does this mean that no crime was ever committed? Here's Glenn. So friends, Special Counsel Jack Smith has been busy investigating Donald Trump and others for all things insurrection. January 6th, fake electors not just for the classified documents crimes for which Donald Trump stands federally indicted together with his co-conspirator and co-defendant, Walt Nauta. Here is some of the new reporting about Smith's ongoing investigative efforts. This from NBC News. Headline, dozens of witnesses have testified as the January 6th focused grand jury probes Trump. And that article begins, federal grand jurors probing Donald Trump's attempts to stop the transfer of presidential power after his 2020 election loss have heard testimony from dozens of witnesses in a wide ranging investigation that has examined the former president's conduct spanning the time from before election day through the January 6th attack on the US Capitol, an NBC News analyst found. Special Counsel Jack Smith, appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland in November to oversee the investigations into Trump's handling of classified documents and his efforts to stay in power, has led a sprawling investigation in the almost eight months since. Smith was charged with investigating any violations of the law in connection with the efforts to interfere with the lawful transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election or the certification of the electoral college vote on January 6th, as well as any matters that arose or might arise directly from this investigation. Now, in recent days, we've heard some reporting that Jack Smith is focusing on a chaotic meeting that took place in the Oval Office in December 2020 after Donald Trump lost the election and involving this whole scheme to unlawfully seize state voting machines. Here is some of that recent reporting. This from The Hill. Headline, Special Counsel Digging Into Oval Office Meeting in Final Days of Trump Presidency. And that article begins, Special Counsel Jack Smith is digging into an Oval Office meeting that took place in the waning days of the Trump administration to discuss how the then president could remain in power. The Oval Office meeting took place December 18th, about six weeks after the 2020 presidential election lost by former President Trump, 
outside advisors, including former Trump attorney Sidney Powell, former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn, and former Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne gathered for a discussion with White House attorneys. They discussed a plan to have the military seize voting machines in the key states that Trump lost, appoint Powell as a special counsel to investigate purported voter fraud, and have Trump declare martial law as part of the effort to overturn the election results. Okay, that is some stone cold craziness right there. But we also know that no voting machines were actually seized. In other words, stolen, because there was no lawful basis for the federal government, for the military to seize state voting machines. That would have been outright theft. But I've heard some people ask the question, legitimately, appropriately, well, if no voting machines were seized, then maybe no crime was committed? I've also had that question posed by some of the election deniers and the alternative facts crew, not so politely in their, you know, their questions, their posts, their comments. They usually preface it with something like, hey, you dumb blankety blank. No voting machines were seized. Therefore, no crime was committed. You know, friends, this topic, this reporting, gives us the perfect vehicle to talk for a few minutes about the law of conspiracy. So let's go to a quick Team Justice Law School class. On the way, Glenn explains why beginning to commit a crime, but not finishing the act, is also breaking the law. That's next on Justice Matters. Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free 
Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Donald Trump planned to steal voting machines back in December of 2020, but he didn't carry out his plans. Glenn breaks down why Trump can be charged with a crime. Okay, friends, let's start with a couple of basic building blocks. Crimes are made up of elements. What's an element? Well, an element is a fact that the prosecutor has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt if a jury is to convict the defendant for committing a crime for violating a statute. So let me use a basic example, first degree murder. Now, each jurisdiction, each state, has its own variations in the different degrees of homicide and the different elements required to prove each degree. I'm gonna use the laws of the District of Columbia with which I'm familiar. So in order to convict somebody uh, of a first degree murder, you have to prove four elements beyond a reasonable doubt. First, that the defendant caused the death of another and causation in the law is defined as your conduct being a substantial factor in bringing about the death of another. Causation, that's element number one. Element number two, the killing has to be intentional, not accidental, not mistaken, not in self-defense, an intentional killing. Element number three, the killing has to have occurred after premeditation was formed. And the fourth element, the defendant had to engage in deliberation. Premeditation and deliberation are terms and concepts that are defined by the judge for the jury during the course of the trial. But those are the four elements, the four facts that have to be proved for a jury to vote guilty for first degree murder in the District of Columbia. Okay, let's apply that to the law of conspiracy. What are the elements of the crime of conspiracy? Only two elements. Element number one, two or more people agree to commit a crime. Element number two, at least one co-conspirator has to do something toward the commission of the crime, something we call an overt act. That's it. Two elements to convict somebody of conspiracy, an agreement to commit a crime by two or more people, and somebody does something toward the commission of the crime, an overt act. Let me use another sort of easily understood example. Let's talk about a conspiracy to rob a bank. Let's assume that I get together with a buddy, we're a little light on cash, we decide we're gonna rob a bank. We know what bank we're gonna rob, we're gonna do it tomorrow. That's it, we've entered into a criminal agreement. But we haven't taken an overt act yet. We haven't done anything toward the commission of the crime, the bank robbery. Let's assume that I go out and steal a car because I don't want to use my own car as the getaway vehicle. I steal a car that we're going to use tomorrow to rob the bank. And then you know what? We wake up, maybe we sober up and we decide we're not going to go through with this. We are not going to rob the bank. Guess what? We have already committed the crime of conspiracy to commit bank robbery because we agreed to do it and I, one of the conspirators, did something toward the commission of the crime, an overt act. And the overt act doesn't have to be a crime itself. In this hypothetical, it is because I stole a car. 
But it doesn't matter that we abandoned our plan and we never went through with the bank robbery. We've already committed the crime of conspiracy to rob the bank. So let's turn to the chaotic Oval Office meeting. There's been lots of reporting about how Trump and others decided that the state voting machines should be seized. Now, had they gone through with it, that would have been a felony theft because they had no lawful basis, no lawful right, no search and seizure warrant to just take property that belongs to the states. But they agreed to do it. But just because they agreed to do it doesn't mean that they committed the crime of conspiracy, right? Because you need that second element, an overt act. Well, friends, look at what we have here. A draft presidential order directing the military to seize state voting machines. It starts out, by the authority vested in me as President of the United States, blah, 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 I hereby order effective immediately the Secretary of Defense shall seize, collect, retain, and analyze all machines, equipment, electronically stored information and material records from the states. Go take their stuff. You know what this is, friends? It's an overt act. One of the conspirators, maybe more than one, maybe multiple you know, people had a hand in drafting this presidential order, which is absolute crazy town. It's only two and a half pages. I urge you to pull it up online and read it beyond belief. That is an overt act. That is one of the conspirators, maybe more, doing one thing toward the commission of the crime. Conspiracy complete. Doesn't matter that nobody seized a single state voting machine. They committed the crime of conspiracy. So, if you have somebody tell you that, well, because they didn't ultimately seize any voting machines, there's no crime there, you know, you can correct them. You can set them straight. Because, you know, justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.